everyone. You're listening to another episode of Ruling the Games, my iOS uh, uh, podcast series on iOS games. I'm Lisa Wagner, and joining me is Paul, better known as Tails. Hello, Paul. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? Very good. Uh, Tails, T-A-E-L-E-S, is yep. your Plus ID and your Game Center ID, and I think probably most people... I guess it's your most common gaming ID, right? Yeah, that's pretty much me. <laughs> pretty much you, that's right. Well, Paul and I have been just sitting here talking about a game that I really enjoy, um, that he's already played through, of course, um, <laughs> but I'm newer to, and it's called uh, Swartigo, or Swartigo, I'm not sure, which is the preferred pronunciation. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think they just go with Swordigo. I, I don't know. Doesn't okay. go with that. Well, anyway, it's S O R D I G O, and I am new to role playing games, so I was really attracted to this one. And when I mentioned it to Paul, he of course had played it. And um, <laughs> tell everybody why you think it's a good game for beginners, Paul. Okay. Um... From uh, let's see, what you got here first off. Let's just describe the game. Um, you've got it's an action platformer, meaning you will be spending the entire game looking at a side perspective of the game. So it's not pure 3D. You're not running around getting lost in environments. Or you're not, as Miss Taylor likes to put it, getting dizzy from rotating the camera all over the place. You know, you're literally running left, right. You're jumping and you're ducking, dodging, and then you got, you know, you're attacking, swinging swords and stuff. It's an action RPG. You're just there's not a whole lot of stats to worry about. You got your basic experience point system from killing things. You got your basic weapons and armor, things like that. It's a very casual game. It reminds me, and any old school gamers will relate to this the first time they play this game. It reminds me of a side view version of um, Zelda: Link to the Past, and it's it's just a great game. Yeah, I I love it, and I you know when I first started playing it. I got stuck, and I remember. I, yes, and so I'm like, Paul, I really want to play this game, but I'm <laughs> stuck. And one of the simple things that he explained to me, and I offer this to any person like me that's new, is I, you know, was trying to enter this, um, uh, I guess, enter the forest. I think it was. Uh, it's right <laughs> in the very beginning of the game. Yeah, you were you were trying to get through that gate, yeah, and you said you were doing everything from throwing bombs at it to swinging swords at it. And I couldn't get through, and he said, well, that's because you're supposed to go another way. And that's such a simple thing, but I didn't realize that. And when I looked, when I went into the game again after we spoke, and I saw, oh, wait, there is another, it won't take me into the forest, but what if I go that way? Mm-hmm. And sure enough... Uh, you know, it eventually allowed me then to go, and 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 that's was my first big lesson that with a game like this, exploration is key. You you want to go everywhere you could go. That's yes. really the point. And the game will over time naturally guide you by eventually having a stopping point, a dead end, or whatever. Exactly. It will herd you and eventually in the direction that yep. you need to go. But it wants you. The game wants you to take all of these detours. That's yep. part of the game. Like you just said, the game rewards exploration, and um, you just you really want to jump everywhere, go everywhere, look in every corner. You're going to want to smack at random walls to see if they move. You're going to want to throw bombs all over the place. Um, whenever you get to stumping points, don't think that it's you that's having problems getting past that. Instead, think to yourself, is there another area I haven't explored? Because if you get to a point where the game just gets too hard, often if you open your map and look back, you'll like, 
oh, wait a minute. There's that direction I could have gone and explored. Let me go see what's back there. And some of my most rewarding equipment finds in the game happened from being really mad at a boss that I couldn't beat and then just going off the beaten path and all of a sudden coming back with a sword that killed that boss in like two hits and all of a sudden I felt good about myself. But. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, or you find the treasure or yeah. something, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's, you're exactly right. And I found treasures that way. I found other things. I also, you know, when you talk about whacking, I was walking along once, and for the heck of it, I was just practicing using the controls, and I took my sword and I whacked at some plants, and mm-hmm. that's when those little um, energy crystals um, The hit came. points? Yeah, and I was like, oh, so now I whack it, you know, I whack at everything. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I didn't realize that, and so... I, I do that a lot, even like those pots sometimes. I just break oh, them. You have, um, wait till you find out what else you can do with those pots. Oh. Just, uh, you can, you've not- have you noticed that you can pick them up? Yes. And have you, can you noticed? Stack them. Yes, you can. And you You're can gonna... throw them and break them, too. I've done that. Yes, you can. But um, think about this. If you come across an obstacle that you can't get over a large rock or a house or something, and there's some pots nearby, you might want to try stacking them and then jumping off them. Exactly. Well, I did that. um, I reached a point where I just couldn't jump high enough, and I thought, okay, there's no way I'm going to get past this. I'll just need to find another way or go around. And I found a a large box, and I was able to pick up the box, and I thought, hmm. So I took the box, and I set the box. I jumped on the box, and I jumped Mm -hmm. over. And then I needed it again. And I went back and got the box, but I couldn't jump high enough on one level with the box. So I jumped and I threw the box up. Yep. And then I jumped up and picked the box up again. And so you're right. It does, you know, you're, you're, you have, what I like about the game, especially for someone new like me, is it has, it's a nice balance between you kind of having to figure things out, but also the game kind of forcing you or facilitating your figuring it out. Yep. The game will introduce you to something, a right. new a new method in the game, and then it'll spend, like, the next ten minutes of playing, you'll be using it heavily. And it'll get to the point where you feel like you're an expert, and then the game will introduce you to something else new. And, right. Yep. Right, right. And yeah, or, or you, you, know, you reach a, a point where you're stumped, and then if you look around, you find something that you realize, oh, okay, I'll bet there's a way I can use this. Now, the box was kind of, it was an obvious find. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I am really enjoying it. I like the little dialogue, you know, that comes up and, yep. um, I'm starting to get better. I'm starting to learn how it, all that works. And so I'm, the more I play it, the faster I'm figuring things out. Exactly. Which, which is really cool. Now, um, so this, you would say this is a good game for beginners that are, um, just learning to play these kinds of games and you mentioned that it's mostly action and doesn't have a lot of stats to it exactly i take it then that there are other games where you have to keep track of a lot of other types of um oh yeah points and things like that oh yeah there's a there's an entire shopping list scale of games and there's more showing up every day well, we'll save that then for another podcast. So for, for folks like me, maybe people that have already um, played Sword Ego or mm-hmm. um, are thinking about playing a game like this, do you, can you think of any others offhand that would be good hmm. for them to check out? Let's see here. I'm looking looking through my game collection. Um, if you don't mind the action from a slightly different angle, um, Infinity Blade. 
especially Infinity Blade One was very streamlined. Now, is that a real? Is that a, a slasher kind of game where you're mostly fighting and stuff? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a slasher RPG. Um, you don't have to worry about exploring because you'll have like certain little points on the screen. You'll tap it, and the game will automatically walk your character over there. And then, of course, it only progresses in one direction, so you'll eventually reach the end of the game. There's no chance of getting lost. Um, combat is literally your characters on the screen the very big unpleasant thing you're fighting is on the screen and you're tapping left and right on the eye, on your device to dodge left and right you got a shield button for shield blocking and then you can just swipe your finger on the screen to do attacks in different directions and everything very very streamlined rpg well, see, full I, equipment everything i think what i like about this is um well there's definitely some battling with your sword mm-hmm. um i i guess to me because you know i'm mostly swiping at like you know some some spiders and some bats and some yep. plants and stuff like that it doesn't ha- it doesn't feel violent to me you know right. um, i don't really feel like i'm fighting so much and so it is more exploration and trying to figure things out but there is a little bit of having to beat things back or repel you know mm-hmm. i did learn that when those one things come at you you can repel them with your sword and so i and rather than trying to blast it with my energy i just ping them off that way Right. Um, stuff like that. So I think they, I think that's that's what really draws me about this. Let's see. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, there's a game just came out about two weeks ago called Devil Dark. It would probably, in my opinion, be the next logical step for somebody who wants to get just a little more in depth okay. than Sword or Go. It's a um, the cameras behind your character at all times. It's a full 3D game. You got a you got a central town that you're operating out of. You got equipment. You've got like 15 equipment slots for everything from gloves to boots and back again. So there's more to there's more gear than in Sword or Go. Um, you got an RPG leveling system, and it's all hack and slash combat. Okay. Um, now one thing I we were talking about earlier um, with Sword or Go is when I open up the game and you know go to enter it, uh, it tells me it gives me a percentage. And mm-hmm. so we were joking. Obviously, I'm like 13%, and you're like 99%. You know, yes. <laughs> so you were explaining to me that that's about not only about completing the game, but it's about doing everything within the game. So yes. it's important to go everywhere, right? Yes, it is. That's, that's all about, um, that is literally everything. Combat, exploration, leveling, equipment, everything. Now, once you get to a point of completion whatever that is in this game let's say and there's let's say you get to the game and you're at 90 percent maybe i don't know if it's possible to finish it only 90 percent but i'm sure it is okay so 99.5 whatever it is but you're not at 100 um can you continue to play the game or do you have to start a whole new game over okay when you beat the game you get the final credits you get the final story you get the happy ending and then um, it takes you back to the Sword or Go main screen. And then if you hit your account and hit the start button, it puts you at that last save point just before that final boss. So at that point, you can go off and explore and romp around. Okay, so then you can, if, if you want to go ahead and get to that 100%, you can do that by just yes. continuing to play in the game and to Absolutely. maximize and get those last little bits if you want. Absolutely. Um, oh, that's cool. Because um, I think... I would guess a game like this, you pretty much, once you finish it, you're finished with it. 
once you finish everything in the game, yes, you're done completely with the game. There's really there's nothing to do once you've done everything. But and, I will say though, I've already been playing quite a lot this week, and I don't know what I paid for the game. It was like a few bucks. Yeah, it was remember. like two, three bucks, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I've already gotten more than my money's worth, and I'm Absolutely. not even. You know, I'm I'm only thirteen percent of the way through the game, so yep. I think you know by the time I'm done, I will have been more than worth it. So oh. you know, and certainly it will have been far cheaper than games, especially games with in-game currency. Um, mm-hmm. I will have spent you know considerably more on. So it's a very good deal. It's called Sporty Go. Um, if you're new to role-playing games like I am, um, I think you'll find it to be a little bit. Um, newbie friendly I don't know how to say it but <laughs> that works <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is fun and I'm definitely exploring more and now that I know you know and that I once I came you know was able to understand that the whole point is to explore that you don't really that you don't lose out it isn't about finding the most expeditious path that it is perfectly good and great and encouraged and you're rewarded for just wandering around through this place. You know? Yes, you are. You are definitely rewarded for just going out and checking what's under the local bushes. Local bushes. So, what do you remember back in the day? What got you into role-playing? Was it, or was it Dungeons & Dragons or what was your first? <clears throat> My very first ever encounter with RPG. A friend came by. He had a set of dice. He had drawn a map out on a piece of paper, and he said, here's your character, he's a warrior. And then he was like, you're in a dungeon, dun-dun-dun-dun, you know? And he <laughs> set the whole setting for it, and then he was like, and there's a door in front of you. And uh-huh. and it was just me and him, you know? I was the play pretty much by modern-day terms, it would be the equivalent of you being the player and your friend being the iPad. The iPad's telling the story, tell is telling you what's going on based on your actions. And that was my introduction to Dungeons and Dragons, and I played Dungeons and Dragons all the way through high school until computers went really mainstream and games started showing up on them. And then, of course, I lost interest in Dungeons and Dragons and became a gamer from that point on. But, what, and what's your main game? Like, what do you really, you know, what has held your interest for a long haul here? Okay, my two long-lasting games. It's pretty much a tie. Um, these Wait, two you're, games. You're sound, the sounds kind of break it up. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. There you go. Okay, um, I've got two games, really, that I, I always come back to. No matter how much I say I'm leaving them, Miss Tales can confirm I always come back to these two. They're both PC titles, you know, computer titles. Uh, one's called World of Warcraft, and the other's called EVE Online. Okay. And I always come back to them. I've heard you talk about those. The EVE, wasn't Halborn one of the... Um, one of the early Mojo Farm players didn't he used to. Wasn't he? Didn't he also play Eve? Yes, he did. We used to um, talk about it on Mojo Farm at great length. We had a thread where basically me and him were ninety percent of the conversation. Right, and I used to just float in occasionally just to read, you know, what you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of remember that and uh, <clears throat> the World of Warcraft. Yeah, I've, I've heard of both of those. I haven't played them, but. Well, so. World of Warcraft, uh, you'll have no life beyond it if you get into it, and Eve Online. You'll get blown up. You'll get mad. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you for joining me today to talk about this game. I, I think it's a great game. 
and I've really enjoyed it. And if somebody wants to just, you know, I, I don't know how many more of these I'll continue to play, but for now I'm, I'm working my way through this one and having a really good time with it. So we'll see. Maybe it's going to introduce me to a whole, take me into a whole new genre of gameplay. Maybe it will, and I'm certain I'll have more games lined up for you to try after it. I'm sure you will. I'm <laughs> sure you will. But for today, this is uh, Paul and Lisa going to uh, play some Swore to Go and who knows what else. All right. Thanks, Sweet. everybody. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Have a great time, guys. Thank you.